The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on the Kangaroo. Um. Ooh, and it looks like we found another use for bacon grease. Uh, I really should get going. Mm, mm. Want me to speed it up? Really? I mean, I really need to get a suit. I can't just show up in court wearing overalls. If I'm going to pretend to be a lawyer, I should at least look like one. You really want to go shopping? Now? Well, yeah. I'm, I mean, I should go. And Titia could come out any second. I don't really think she's too happy that I'm here this morning. Oh, <laughs> Tithy's always like that in the morning. Zep, what are all these stupid-looking motherfuckers doing here? Sorry, sweetie. They've all got appointments. With, uh, polyamorous? No. Uh-uh. No more dick. Not today. Do you hear me? Not today. Put your puds away and take them home. This girl has seen enough of them in the past 24 hours to last a fucking lifetime. But we made an appointment days ago. You've been all booked up. We've been waiting for you. I said, let Ms. Arkell go. You fucking alien freak! You're coming with me. Let me go! Fuck you! God damn it, anyway. But You're talking about it now, folks. I need a rest. Okay, boss, 15 minutes. But then we gotta talk about your legal strategy. The trial starts tomorrow. No, I want a long, long rest. I uh, have some ideas that might... No strategy. Don't defend me. I want to go to prison. To pr... You want to go to... Yes. I'm tired of all the crap that comes with running this operation. Keeping the gaming commission paperwork updated. Picking colors with the carpet. Spreading bribes around. That's not simple, you know? Don't you just, you know, give them money? There's a lot of math involved. You gotta give everybody just the right amount. Okay? It's all got to be balanced. Because otherwise, people get jealous. They get ugly. Bang, bang, shoot, shoot. You know what I'm saying? I never thought of that. Gunfights, the heists, the drugs, the employees and their fucking concerns and and the girlfriends turn out to be trying to kill you. Not being real at all. They need a fucking break. But Shimizu's thugs are still out there. Asa shot some of them when they threatened your sister. Asa? Yeah. You mean like, we're out here, Tommy? That that guy? Asa? Really? He says they're trying to take over again. And if you get a prison sentence, then... Asa, what the fuck does he know? He says he's seen it all before. For some reason, I believe him. <sighs> You're an idiot, Hooks. Well, everybody else believes him, too. They want you back. We all want you back. Well, I want a rest. And I can have you killed. Understand? Well, I respect that, boss. But Major can break my legs. And Socks threatened to punch my eyes down my throat. And Debbie... Ugh, Debbie too. Especially Debbie. Well, you are just completely pussy with aren't you, Captain? That's not it. Not at all. It's okay. You never had any. Now you got the best in the sector, I understand. I've... I've had... I mean, 
I've slept with women before. Sure you have. Well, one woman. Just like Debbie. Well, no. You are grade A pussyweight. I am not. I, is that bad? Well, for you it's a step up. You started out whipped. At least now you're getting some pussy to go with it, but no strategy. Alright? I can't testify against Arkell. He saved my life. You used to think it was a good idea to put Arkell in prison for a couple hundred years. I still do. I know. I used to hate him. I used to blame him for what happened to my father, my family, me. I wanted to put him away forever. You wanted to land a galactic freighter on his balls. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. But now I think... Well, I'm not sure what he deserves, but it's not a life sentence. We're going to send a message to organized crime. Not in this sector. But Yamada shot me. Yamada killed Staten, shot Asa. You sorry about Staten? After what he did to your father? I would have killed Staten myself if I'd known. But Yamada would have killed me if he'd had time. We should go after Shimizu's family. But we can't tie Yamada to Shimizu's family. We don't even know where he came from. Then Arkel did us all a big favor getting rid of him. Arkel killed a man in public. And he's the worst criminal in this entire sector. This is the best chance we've ever had to put him away. And we're taking the shot. Respectfully, sir, this is a poor strategy. I have had enough of your prima donna bullshit, Gray. Are you on board or not? I'm testifying for the defense, Captain. Got your union card? Uh, yeah. Let me just... The logo. What's it say? <sighs> Interplanetary Federation of Peace Officers. Arkell and his gang of thugs, whores, addicts, and lowlifes. They call it a family. But this is a real family. Cops never testify against cops. Sir, I- You go up against us in court, and you're done, Gray. You're last week's toast. I understand, sir. Finally! If I can't be a cop for life, then let's get this over with. I quit. No, 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 Come no. Come on. Pull the other one, Maddie. It plays jingle bells. I'm serious. Sure you are. Two weeks ago, you were leading the charge for the prosecution. Why are you trying to help us now? Tommy saved my life. Captain Richards and the prosecutor want to put Tommy away for life, and... It's just wrong. Maddie, I don't want you testifying on my behalf. Hold on a second, boss. Detective Gray... What would you tell the jury? I'd say it was self-defense. Tommy killed Yamada to save his own life, as well as my life, and the lives of the cops assigned to protect me. Can we prove that? It's true. No, no, no. I knew Yamada was up to something, but I didn't know he was trying to kill me. I'll say I told you. When you visited me in the hospital. Great, you're going to have 20 cops calling you a liar in open court. 
It might help, boss. Shit, Arkel. I'm trying to do something for you. Maddie, you can't turn on other cops. Oh, I guess I should have told you earlier. I quit the force. You're kidding. When did this happen? A few minutes ago. Now can we use her? No! Look, Maddie, I'm sure you're all full of, you know, fervor and patriotism or some shit right now, but in a month or so, you're going to think about this and you're going to realize, oh shit, I fucked up my career for Tommy Arkell. Alright? Look, as long as you keep your mouth shut, you might be able to unresign or get transferred somewhere or something. make this stubborn lug nut see sense. I'm not going to ruin your life to stay out of prison. That's an order, Hooks. Keep her off the stand. Oh, okay, boss. Tommy, Richards doesn't know who Yamada was. He and the prosecutor don't have any other targets. They're throwing everything at you and asking for a life sentence. Good, I could use the time off. No, please don't say that, boss. Don't even joke about it. Relax, Hooks. How can I? We don't have a strip. Is he... Okay. I don't know. He's either having an idea or about to wet himself. Did you say the cops don't know who Yamada was? All rise. State versus Thomas Arkell. The Honorable Julius Hackler presiding. Court is now in session. Will counsel please approach the bench for colloquy? So then, me and the boss, uh, I mean, Mr. Arkell and I entered the room. What did you see in the room, Ms. Majorino? Lots of wires. Racks of computers everywhere. And then those three stupid douche- I'm- Gentlemen. Three gentlemen with guns sitting on a couch watching the vid from the poker tournament. And of course, you know, those machines. Let the record show Ms. Majorino indicates exhibits A, B- and C, the body swap machines. What happened after you entered the room? That bitch Sandrine yelled something, and then the do- I'm- the gentleman jumped up, and they started shooting. Did you shoot back? <laughs> you bet your ass. Uh, excuse me. Yes, I then returned fire. And did Mr. Arkell fire his gun? Well, yes, he did, your lawness. But Mr. Arkell did not hit a single person. He d- Are you certain? As certain as a cherry getting popped on prom night. I was there. I saw it. How could you see that Mr. Arkell missed with every shot he took? Let me explain. When you shoot at somebody, they fall down. And they bleed and sometimes they die. And I put each gentleman down. Myself. Well, the police say 117 shots were fired in that room. Uh, it was my gun and their gun and... Yeah, that sounds about right. It must have been very loud and chaotic. (laughs) It was loud, all right. But it was a very simple situation, which you don't typically find. We were here. They were there. So, you know, nobody really got confused about where to aim, right? (laughs) (laughs) What happened then? Well, that asshole Yamada popped up. Took a couple of shots at Mr. Raquel. Not at me. At Tommy. Then he squirted out the back door, and Mr. Arkell went after him. From there, I saw what happened on the vid screen in the room. And you're certain you saw Yamada Taro in the room? Positive. And how could you tell it was him? From looking at his back as he left the room? Oh, 
I got a real good look at him when he was aiming his gun at Mr. Arkell. And then, pow, pow, took two shots. I see. <laughs> you really want to see it? Hand me a gun. I can demonstrate. That's not necessary, Ms. Majorino. Once Yamada left the room, how much time elapsed before you saw the defendant murder Yamada on the vid screen? I object. What to, counselor? To the use of the word murder? What? The prosecution hasn't proven that a murder took place. He shot the man on a planetary video feed. I object. To what? Your own objection? Using the word man to refer to the entity called Yamada Taro. Entity? What does that mean? The entity known as Yamada Taro was not a human being. It was a combination of a biological property, commonly called a body model, and a consciousness. Order in the court! The police won't tell you anything about that consciousness. Hey, we don't have anything to hide. Order! I will have order in this court, or I will clear it. Order in the court! What the fuck are you fucking fucking doing? I don't want this. I don't want any of this. I want arrest. I told Major, but she said you could rest anywhere. It doesn't have to be prison. Anywhere, huh? What'd you say to that? I couldn't say anything. You couldn't? For such a smart guy, you're a shitty debater. It's not that I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't breathe. Oh. Did you do one of these? Huh? Is this what happened? Is this roughly what was happening? Well, you couldn't breathe, hooks, huh? Yeah. Anywhere, huh? Hmm. You're still a shitty debater. Only Soul has the technology. And by Soul, you mean Saley Onks and Liddell, right? Yeah, right. The initials are S-O-L. We often call it Soul for short. Thank you, Tithia. Aside from Salionks and Liddell, how many companies make machines for commercial body swapping? None. Like I said, only Soul's got the technology. I recently examined a body swap machine, Exhibit A, that bypasses the usual consciousness safety protocols. Can you explain where that machine came from? Oh, it must have been hacked. Objection. Speculation. Sustained. Members of the jury, please disregard the last question. Um... Tithia, did you recently install new body swap units in the branch you manage? Yes, a couple of months back. Were there any machines available that bypassed safety features? No. And did you review the entire catalog of machines? Yeah, yes, every page. And did you find any machines that eliminated any of the standard safety features? <laughs> None. In the entire catalog? Counselor, move on. You've made your point. Thank you for clarifying that, Your Honor. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Please state your name for the court. Detective Brendan Morris. You're a police detective? Yes, from 17J. Do you recall a case from last year concerning a body model that was stolen? Yeah, I remember the case. Will you please give us the executive summary? I was lead investigator. The body was stolen from an SOL shop. The case is still open. Does that mean you don't know who stole the body model? Yeah, that's right. We don't know who stole it or where it was. That is, not until this week. 
Do you know what it looked like? Yes, I was given photos and hollows of the model. When you arrived here in Sector 88G, were you given access to images of the biological property called Yamada Taro? Yeah, vids of the poker tournament. And did you draw any conclusions? Sure, they look similar. And were you able to confirm that similarity with additional tests? Yes, I did a DNA test comparing the DNA profile of the 17J body model and a sample taken from the corpse. What were the results of that test? It was a match. You've heard a lot of highly technical testimony. The prosecution hopes that you just won't understand it. And I admit that some of the details can be difficult. But essentially, this trial is like that gunfight Ms. Majorino mentioned. There's a lot of noise and smoke, but the basic facts are simple and clear. The biological entity called Yamanotaro was built, not born. That's no mystery. My client shot that biological entity. The act was caught on video, and my client admits it. That's no mystery. Yamada was built from a body model and a mind. That means there was no murder, and there was no death. Just the destruction of a body model and the accidental loss of a mind that should have been backed up. The law is clear on this, yet the government is persecuting, uh, excuse me, uh, prosecuting my client. Hey, objection! You can't object, Captain. Order in the court. Mr. Hooks, continue with your closing arguments. Thank you, Your Honor. What else is clear? Well, there's no mystery about where the body model came from. Detective Morris told you it was stolen from Sector 17J. What about the body swap machines? You heard they were stolen from Sector 33F. That's no mystery. Several expert biotechnologists explained how they were hacked, illegally altered to bypass the required security precautions. Then spaceport officials told you that they have no transport records for those machines. That means the hacked machines arrived illegally. No mystery. And that brings us to the consciousness, the mind that motivated the entity called Yamada Taro. This is where we'll find the real mysteries of this case. Where did that mind come from? No one claims it. No one has sued Tommy Arkell for its loss. No family or friends have come to court or asked to speak on its behalf. It seems to have just appeared from nowhere. Well, that's what I call a mystery. And the police found three body models. They found three body swap machines, but they found no data cubes that stored the mind of Yamada Taro. Three bodies, three machines, and no data cubes. Well, at least that's what they say. Well, I wouldn't blame you if you think they might be hiding something. Hey, don't give me that shit. Order in the court. We're not hiding anything. Captain Richards, I will have order in this court. Mr. Hooks. Thank you. I can understand the police getting upset. They don't have answers for the real mysteries of this trial, such as are the police searching for the source of the mysterious mind? Without that consciousness, Yamada Taro couldn't have come to the kingery. He couldn't have walked. He couldn't have won the poker tournament. It must have come from somewhere, but the police say nothing. 
the body model was stolen, the machines were stolen, then hacked, and then smuggled onto our planet. And the mastermind behind all this activity, this illegal conspiracy, is still at large and at leisure while the police persecute my client. Now, here's the biggest mystery of all. Why was Tommy Arkell the only person who tried to stop the vast criminal conspiracy headed by Yamada Taro? Tommy Arkell, though his actions were wrong, was simply trying to bring a criminal mastermind to justice. That's the most outrageous fucking squad I've ever heard. Order! Order! Order in the court! It wasn't the citizen's arrest. It was a fucking execution. Bailiff, remove that man. This way, Captain. Get your motherfucking hands off me. Ow! Fucker! Order! Order in this court. <laughs> Order! Order in this court. Hooks, you miserable piece of- This way, boss. Major's got a limo waiting. Don't change the subject. Tommy. We gotta talk about what Tommy. you just pulled. It's amazing. Fucking fantastic. Hey, Maddie. You saw that, huh? Uh, um, I mean... Congratulations, Arkel. I still don't believe you only have to pay a fine. I guess I don't either. Can we talk for a second? What about? Oh. I'm sure you've got lots to do. You probably... It's okay, Maddie. Hooks, is there some place we can talk privately? Here, use this room. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time, Tommy. Sure. Getting all charges dropped, except discharging a firearm in a public space. <laughs> Hooks was brilliant. Yeah, he and I are going to talk about that later. I'm glad you're out of jail. Thanks. Really glad. You said you wanted to talk? Uh, I, I know. I, I... Well... Sorry, I'm trying to... Uh, you want to get dinner tonight? Dinner? You know, to celebrate your victory in court. Thought you'd had enough of me when I was in jail. That was when I was a cop. Now that I'm not, I've got to figure out what to do. Start a new life, really. I thought it would be good to have dinner with an old friend. You consider me a friend? <laughs> you know, I do. For years, all I wanted was to find out who shot my father. And you helped me do that. Thanks, by the way. You're welcome. Since I found out, the badge just hasn't meant as much. I've been thinking about the future. And I've got time to think because you killed Yamada. Thank you for that. I didn't do it for you. No? Well, not only for you. Sandra, Dream, Ryan, Betty, it... It was after me, too. So, let's have dinner. We can celebrate still being alive. Uh, look, uh... I'm not gonna be available for a little while, so... Okay. Not tonight. But maybe some other time? Yeah. Maybe. I'd like that, Arkel. Tommy... Call me sometime. Maybe. I... Um... Okay. I'll see you around, I guess. 
Well, that looks weird. Get in here, Hawks. We still gotta talk. I, um, I think I'll stay in this public corridor, boss. Okay, we'll do it in the hallway. Boss! Boss! Ah, are you a cypress Oh, you know, for a while, I was a little worried. Ah, Major, 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 let's go, let's <laughs> oh, go. Oh, sorry, boss. <laughs> Look, I got a limo out front with uh, Francesca and Olivia inside. <laughs> We're gonna have such a party tonight, I'm telling you. Hey, boss! Congratulations! Thanks, kid. You're free again! Thanks to my Michael. I still can't believe we did it. Yeah, we still have to talk about that. I'm still more scared of Major. Let's get you back to the Kingery. It's gonna be good to see you back in your office. Yeah, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, that's great. Uh, but I really need... Don't say it, boss. Don't even think it. We need you. I was just gonna say, I need to thank you guys for everything. Taking care of business while I was out of circulation. Standing tall every time things get crazy. And for putting your lives on the line time after time. It's really good to be back. Oh, oh this is going to be just so glad you're back. Let's get you late. But uh, just right now, I don't feel like dealing with the media. That's going to be a problem. Um, yeah. They're all over the front steps of the courthouse. Okay, here's the plan. Hooks, put my jacket over your head. The rest of you swarm around Hooks and rush him into the limo. I'll slip out the back and grab a cab. Oh, okay. Well, see you. All right. I'll see you guys later. I got a really bad feeling about this. You can do it, honey. Just keep your face covered. But I really think you ought to know that... Shh! The disguise won't work if you keep talking. Oh... The Kingery, Season 5, Episode 5, A Very Simple Situation. Featuring the voice talents of Pete Milan as Tommy Arkell, Harry Whittle as Hooks, Mike Winters as Richards, Alicia Lane Matheson as Madeline Gray, M. Sierra Garcia as Major, Catherine Pride as Tithia, Shane Nolan as Devi, Mike Robertson as The Bailiff, Richard Casto as Judge Hackler, Dragon X Blink as The Prosecutor, and Logan Nance as Detective Morris. Written by Harry Whittle. Story by Jeffrey Bridges with Susan Bridges, Renee Christine Jones, Pete Milan, Harry Whittle, and Jared Page. Original music composed by David Alexander McDonald. Directed by Jeffrey Bridges. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2011, Pendant Productions. The Kingery, created by Jeffrey Bridges, Susan Bridges, Macaulay Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2011, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.